Welcome everyone to the Wise Guys Baseball Podcast, first ever edition, launch episode. My name is Sam. My name is Luke. We're recording this on March 6th, 2016. We are a couple of crazed Yankee fans who feel we know so much about the Yankees and every aspect of their organization and everything that goes on in them that we want to make a podcast and talk to you about it today and hopefully next week too and the week after. And every week ever. That's right. And we'll we'll probably do that anyways because we're we're cool like that. Um, And we figured maybe someone would want to listen. We're going to break down everything that's happened so far this year. We're going to break down off-season acquisitions. We're going to break down prospects. We're going to break down things we think we're going to see this coming year. We're going to talk about things that happen in the off-season that affect the New York Yankees, that affect our outlook. We're going to talk about our opinions. We're going to talk about things that we think are stupid uh, within the Yankees roster and organization. We're going to do what we do best, which is pretending that we could be in the baseball front ops of the New York Yankees uh, management. I mean, let's face it, we are the front office of the New York Yankees. Yeah, Um, this is probably the best forum to announce it to. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's really the fact. You're right about that. Well, I know, I know, all of you are, are pretty impatient. So let's get right to it. Uh, let's let's talk about the biggest thing that seems to have been a part of the Yankees so far this year, Raldis Chapman. If you're somehow unaware, Yankees acquired him for four prospects, including rookie Davis. Knowing very well he may be suspended, I personally didn't think he was going to get suspended because there was no arrest made, among other things. Nonetheless, he was suspended 30 games, about which is about 20 percent of 18 percent of the baseball season. He won't be back until May 9th. What do you think about this, Lucas? Do you think this is something that we should have done, that we should not have done? I mean, done? look, you know, there used to be a saying, innocent until proven guilty. He was not proven guilty. Um, he wasn't even charged. So, look, if he wasn't charged, why is it coming into the picture with baseball? He's guilty already? I mean, that's just the modern-day left-wing <laughs> side of things, you know? That's it. And um, I'm not about that. You know, I, I think that he should have gotten a trial. I think he should have been fair. And I think he should have, um, if he did do what everyone is saying he did, then yes, he should definitely deserves this penalty. But if he didn't, then, you know, or at least if he's not getting charged, let it go. I think it's a great move, top to bottom. Just is. Uh, the 30-game suspension sucks. And it's bullshit. And... As Luke said, the guy didn't do anything, but this is a private league. Other pro sports leagues can uh, have players suspended or kicked out for things that otherwise in civilian life wouldn't even get you in trouble. That's just how it goes. So once he can come back and the Yankees keep him active and playing down there in their ridiculous facility in Tampa, I think it will be absolute mayhem. Uh, within the back end of the Yankees' bullpen. If those three can somehow stay healthy and be close to on their games. Yeah, I mean, look, if they they can stay healthy, I mean, (laughs) the game's over in the sixth inning. You just have to have pitchers go five, six innings. And if we we can just score maybe like four fucking runs a game, maybe like 4.5, you know, something – Above, just like slightly above average, we'll be fine. I mean, look, for the last 130 games of the season, the Yankees have uh, uh, shortened the game to seven innings. I mean, that's really it. All right. 
with the theme of uh, off-season acquisitions still being interesting, let's talk about Starling Castro for a minute. What are you? Uh, what are you? What are your expectations for him at second base this year? What do you think? I'm excited to see how the duo between Gregorius and Castro. You know, I'm excited to see this double play combination, this new Yankees young double play combination. I mean, Castro knows how to play in the big market teams. He played with the Cubs for a long time, um, but you know, I, I I think he could play in the Yan- I think he could play fit in well in the Yankees organization. But what I don't understand is if there will even be a spot for Castro all season with Jorge Mateo looming in his rearview mirror. Uh, I, I think Mateo is, is 20, barely, and the uh, highest level he's played in is high A. If he demolishes the minors this year, which he, he may, he's had a really good start in his first two or three games in the spring training, uh, which doesn't mean so much, but he's looked really good is the point. If, if he somehow can destroy the minors and hit like 350 at every level. Um, I, I, I think Castro's going to have a strong season, honestly. I think, uh, I mean, I don't know that he's going to hit 290. I don't know that he's going to hit 20 homers. Uh, I don't think he's going to win a gold glove. I well with the Yankee organization, but look, I, I, I'm excited to see these young guys. And the Yankees, you know, they, they never let them learn on the job. You know, they, they, they keep them in the minors for a long time. Right, and, right. Well, you know, I'm not about that. I like how some of these other teams have brought up some of these guys earlier. You know, Aaron Judge and Jorge Mateo are superstars in the making. And they should just bring them up. I mean, let them learn on the job. You know, you obviously don't want them to get hurt. If they're injury prone, you know, whatever, I get it. Leave them in the minors. Let them get stronger. They're young. You know, they wanna, you want to get their body stronger. But... Why not bring them up and have them be the 24, 25th spot on the roster? doesn't make sense to me. Well, there are a lot of reasons why in the, the baseball world you talk about the sooner you bring someone up, the sooner you lose your rights to having them as a player on your team and they can become a free agent. You talk about every at-bat is crucial in a major league season and you can't waste them. Look, I, I get all that, but the Yankees are right now in a position where they could do this. They're going to lose a lot of their big contracts in the next five years. There's, there's, no question, there's no question Aaron Judge will get an opportunity this year. They brought up Severino last year at age 21. Uh, they, they allowed Lindgren to pitch before getting hurt at age 21 or 22, I believe. Judge has only been in our system for two years. We took him... Uh, I believe after his junior year in college, uh, he's only been in the minors for two years, um, and he's going to get a shot this year. I think they are moving towards that direction you're talking about, and that's why let's continue in this offseason topic. You know how many free agents the Yankees signed this offseason? Zero. That's right. You know how many other teams signed zero free agents this offseason? Zero. Okay. Uh, Bing, bing, bing. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not, but that's what Cashman and the organization did. Now, we made a lot of moves. Uh, big, Look, big, you know what that says? That says that they wanted to win really bad in 2009, so let's screw up our 2016 team, 2015 team. So you think, so you think this team is screwed then? Yeah, I think this team has a very high possibility of being screwed if we don't turn over the ball to some of our younger options. Honestly, A-Rod hit 33 homers last year. It was a beautiful thing. I think he can come back and hit another 25-30. De- definitely possible. But Teixeira's not playing the whole season. I don't care what anyone says. He's not going to play. So Headley gonna- is, 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 is above, slightly above average at third. Gregorius, you know, he could come into his own. He's the left-handed hitter. He could hit 
well in Yankee Stadium. Maybe he'll hit 10, 15 homers. But, you know, Beltran's 39. Ellsbury's injury-prone. Gardner's been injury-prone. He didn't hit well at the end of last season. Look, the Yankees could either be very good or very bad. I mean, look, the, good, the one thing we know is we have a good bullpen. The game's over from the seventh inning on. But we got to get to the seventh inning. And I think there's a question mark there. Um, I mean, that's, that's horribly depressing, um, but also potentially true. Um, with that being said, what do you, what do you estimate their, their record at the end of the year to be? And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you mine as well. What do you, what do you think? I mean, I hope. No, no, no. No, come on. What do you, what do you? What do I think, honestly? Yeah, you just ripped them to There's shreds. There's so many factors. I mean, you can't answer that question at this point in the season. Of, cor- of course not, but you're going to anyways. The Yankees are one of the most injury-prone teams. They have these old players that could just fall apart at any time, but they have these young players that they can call up right away to make the, to, to you know fend off some of the loss. But I, I think that they're going to win 80, 85 games. I don't think this is their year. I think they know that this is not their year. They're waiting. They're not signing. They're not trying to sign anyone. You know, they're making these trades, trying to so get that, younger. So what? It, so you think that the ownership group in Steinbrenner and Levine have essentially said, we're not going to win this year. Let's not sign anybody. We're all keeping our jobs for another year, and we're going to be mediocre to shitty in the most important baseball market in the world. You know, I, I hate to say it, but... That's very possible. I mean, look, they have, they're not going out there and throwing out a team that's not going to – thats it's impossible for them to challenge. I mean, if Teixeira plays to his ability and A-Rod plays to his ability and we get some of these young guys stepping up in big situations and maybe Headley getting more than 60 RBIs in, one of, in a season with the Yankees, you know, and not making 30 errors at third. We need to step up. We need to get – you know, well, Ellsbury was... needs to play 130 games. Teixeira needs to play 130 games. A-Rod needs to have a good time DHing. He can't get hurt. Headley needs to play 130, 140 games. Everyone needs to play 130, 140 games. Tanaka needs to have 30 starts at least. All right, let's, let's, talk, about, let's talk about Tanaka then. Um, he's once again for the third and only three years of his career probably the most important piece on the Yankees roster. He's um, definitely the most important piece in the Yankees roster. He's, I mean, he's, he's an, the ace. He's, he's an exactly. He's an ace that is just waiting to be unleashed or waiting to get Tommy John surgery. I'm not sure which one, but that's been the theme the last couple of years. I mean, I don't even know that it's really the expectations. You know, sort of what you said before. I mean, it was really what can you expect out of Tanaka? Who knows? I mean, but what do you what do you see is happening for him this year? I think this year is going to be a big. If for him, you know, if he can stay healthy, and uh, you know, he has an opt-out clause in his contract. Yeah, uh, he does have an opt-out clause for this year. I mean, look, he can't. If he opts out, he's a clown. You know, if he has a great year, then he's probably going to opt out. Well, but if he, if he doesn't have a good year, if he gets hurt again, well, then he's not opting out. We've got him for four more years and twenty-four yeah, million exactly. a year. He's not going to opt out. So. <laughs> Look, I don't know. He needs to have. I hope he has a good season. He's like he's he's one of my favorite players, and it, I, it's he's a so, great pitcher. It's so hard to to watch him because it, right when you think he's there and he's hit that turning point, they shut him down. They they. What do you think? What do you think about the way the Yankees and, and a lot of organizations seem to treat pitchers nowadays with the 
with the way how how delicately they handle them, the innings limits and the the pitch counts and, and I get it. I mean, they're investing into these players. These players are a business tool for them. It's like if you're gonna buy the best oven, you know, are you gonna turn it off when you're not using it? Yeah, you know. I think that's essentially what baseball players and coaches are are finding out with these young pitchers is some of them get hurt, you know. Look at Dusty Baker and Mark Pryor. Look at Kerry Wood. I mean... <laughs> you see that Dusty Baker is a fucking manager again? What a joke, huh? Yeah, I mean, Dusty Baker is going to be managing the Nationals. Oh, man. I mean, oh, boy. You Hopefully want- he doesn't ruin Scherzer. I mean, him and, and Strasburg is the recipe for disaster. Uh, Yeah, I hadn't thought about it like that, but that is true. Yeah, I mean, Scherzer's a... Scherzer's a machine. He he looks like he he wouldn't be able to. Scherzer's laugh. a beast, but but Strasburg is not. No, I mean yeah. That's gonna be interesting to see if Strasburg is able to get through a season with him. I mean, look, he's gonna probably have these games where he's throwing 110 pitches, and he's he might leave him in that extra couple of pitches, and that could be the difference between having him for 25 starts or having him for 35 starts. I mean, if he makes 35 starts for that team, that's about as valuable as Tanaka making 35 starts for the Yankees. I think both are just as unlikely and both as important. Yeah, I mean, the thing about the Yankees is they have Pineda. He's another big Yeah, but exactly. Pineda fucking fell off the last 80, 90 innings he threw last year. Basically, once he had that 12 or 16 strikeout game, he was a different pitcher after that. Yeah, but that showed his full ability. I mean, he is a very, uh, very talented pitcher. If he is able to stay healthy with him, Severino, Ivaldi, Ivaldi. <laughs> their rotation, I mean, to It's me, a good rotation. Yeah, Ivaldi to me, was 14-2 and two last year. No one really remembers that. Uh, well, nobody cares about wins. That's also part of it. But I do. it does sound good. I do I lo- care about wins. I know you well. He had a high ERA, but he kept them in the game 14 of his starts. Well, his ERA actually wasn't that bad. Uh, it was in the low to mid fours. And one of those, part of the reason his ERA was so high is, uh, is he... smashed. Yeah, he had one game where I think it was against the Marlins. It was like two-thirds of an innings and in like 10 runs or something absurd. Uh, Larry Rothschild had to run out there. Oh, speaking of which, have you heard that they're uh, thinking about... They've started testing it in the winter leagues and stuff... Uh, using a pitch clock, like a shot clock in basketball where you have, you know, the counting down, and it's when, for mountain visits, you can only go out there for, like, 30 seconds. So Big Larry will have to actually start running, and they're going to kick him off the mound. Are you excited about that? I mean, I don't really like that. I don't know why they need a, a clock. You know, the umpire <laughs> is, is, the umpire is the clock. I mean, that's the whole point in baseball, not to have a clock. It's the only sport without a clock. Leave it that way. Why change it? I could not agree with you more. Um, but unfortunately, Mr. Manfred is in that Mr. chair. Mr. Manfred might ruin baseball by trying to start, like, live tweeting at second base. You know? <laughs> that they, they, we don't want that. We don't want time clocks. We don't want any of that stuff. We want... We want baseball. It's America's past. I agree. I, I agree completely. They're trying to. The argument would be it's modernizing. It's going to make the game quicker. They're going to take in younger audiences. None of I that. Mean, yeah, I get it. They want to take in younger audiences. But what about us? We're the diehards. You know, we're younger. We're 23. We're we're the millennials. We're the beginning of that generation. You know, they should be. 
if we can appreciate it, there's going to be people that can appreciate it then. If there's people that appreciate NASCAR and golf and all these other things, there's always going to be people to appreciate baseball. It doesn't need to be modernized. It's the second most generating sport. It's past the NBA. It's past the NHL. The only thing below it is the NFL. And there's only 16 games in a season. We got 162 games. There's nothing wrong with the sport. Teams need to just start managing their money smarter. They shouldn't be paying players so much money. Everything needs to be controlled more. There needs to be less taxes in baseball. There needs to be things done to help businessmen and baseball teams. And, and, and ticket prices need to be cheaper. That's what they need to do. Well, the Yankees are the biggest culprit in that. The Yankees made $100 million more dollars than any other team in baseball, and that's solely because of the prices at the stadium. Well, they, and they even, I'm, sure, I'm not sure if you've read it, they even for years have had feuds with, and have even sued StubHub. They do not want anyone sitting in their high-priced sections at less than high-priced cost. Uh, so, so what you're saying pretty much directly attacks the Yankees system and Mr. Levine and the operation's uh, view on tickets. I mean, I respect what they're trying to do. They're trying to run a profitable business and, and do something nicer for the people that pay more money. But you know what? Guess what? What about the kid that can't afford to sit in the second row but wants to sit in the second row to get some autographs? What about that? You know, he doesn't need the lobster. He doesn't need the sushi. He, he, he just wants to get a couple of autographs. He can get a hot dog or a pretzel. Make it, bring it back. You know, if they, you have the Delta Sky Club, turn that into the VIP. That's where it should be, where all the other offices are and all the other rooms in the press box, the announcer's box, the private boxes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they should do that kind of well, stuff. Well, all right. I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to get autographs, and, and we were able to afford tickets so I could, be, so I could sit in the front and get as many autographs as possible. Yep. Now, that's impossible for most kids. It's true. It's you know, true. It's it. true. It's true. I mean, we, I mean, when we were kids, which wasn't that long ago, but still, if you, even if your parents, all, if they, if they saved up a couple hundred bucks, you could be sitting in those couple first couple rows, field level. Now, a couple hundred bucks, you maybe get, you know, half a bag of popcorn to share with the grounds crew. Um, <laughs> Or maybe realistically, though, a couple hundred bucks Yankee Stadium. Where is that going to put you? Like second deck, like. I mean, put it this way, I've. I know that, it this the face value for the second deck in right field, first row, was fifty dollars, and then I know that second <laughs> row, I know that second row behind first base, is, a thousand dollars. Wow. Maybe more at this point. Oh, uh, we can't. We we got it. We got to get back to it. We're, I'm gonna. Where's this? I can't. That pisses me off on such a level that I can't. I forget. I. I mean, I've, these are things we all know as Yankee fans and people who've gone to Yankee games. But oh, I forget about it. Just how ridiculous it is. There, there is what. That's the problem. That's what's killing it for younger people. It's too expensive for for the father to bring his his kid there. He's got to pay rent. Does he yeah, want to pay yeah, rent exactly. or does he want to yeah, go to yeah. a baseball game? Exactly. Does he want to make a mortgage payment or have good seats at the ball game? Yeah. Hmm. Probably good seats at the ball game is what I would choose. But, <laughs> but anyways, let's uh, let's get back on topic. Let's let's talk a little bit more about some offseason moves. Let's briefly talk about one that is very, very important to me and actually important to the Yankees. They traded uh, Mr. John Ryan Murphy for Aaron Hicks. A lot of people are really excited about Hicks coming in. 
you know where I stand, but first, uh, let's let's hear what you think about this. Are you excited about Hicks? We didn't really mention him before. I think this is a great move, getting rid of John Ryan Murphy. I mean, he <laughs> shut is, the fuck up. He, <laughs> he was he was a you know he was a backup catcher. He was all right. We got Sanchez coming up. I'm more excited about him. John Ryan Murphy's going to be a classic backup catcher, maybe starting catcher for some other team. He'll hit a couple of hits here and there. He'll hit 280 for the Pirates one year. But look, I'm 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 excited about or rather the, the Twins. I don't know why I said the Pirates, the Twins. <laughs> Cuz they they have all of our other catchers. Yeah, they have all of our other catchers. They got Cervelli, they got Stewart, they got everyone. So as I was saying, I'm really excited about uh, our young, t- our young talent. We got Gary Sanchez. I've been hearing about him since he was 16 years old. Let's give him a shot. Yeah. And then yeah. we brought in Aaron Hicks. It's another young guy. He's another Stalin Castro. That's going to be our fourth outfielder. He's got a, a the opportunity. He, he could be good. You know, he had. He, I see him making diving catches, hitting home runs in, in in Target Field. Target Field is not a very friendly hitter's ballpark. He's coming to Yankee Stadium. It's a smaller outfield. I think he might excel. I think he definitely can excel. Um, I uh, And I'd just like to make it clear to everyone that you do not feel that way about John Ryan. You think he's a very solid MLB player. <laughs> do you, I, think do you, he's, I, th- I think he's a solid MLB player, but, you know, I think his time was up. I really wish Fox News wasn't on in the background of your fucking house. Um, <laughs> any, anyways, um, all right, well, let's move on. We could obviously talk about all those sorts of things all day. Um, what, do you think, what do you think about David Price being a Red Sox for the next seven years? How, are, does that worry you? Are you concerned about that? Honestly, I think they uh, just did exactly what we did with CeCe Sabathia. I think they're going to get a couple of good years out of him. Maybe next year they'll get a good year out of him, year after. You know, he's, he's a great pitcher. Can't take anything away from David Price, but seven-year deal is a long time. You know, you never know where he's going to be in the fifth, sixth, seventh year, uh, year of the contract. Do you care at all that we traded Justin Wilson in the offseason? Um, you know, we got Shreve, and we got a couple of other... Uh, James Pazos, do you remember him? We have yeah, him. we got Pazos, the young lefty. Um, you know, I, I'm not that mad at it. I, th- I think that it worked out in the end. We got a little younger. Um, How disappointed are you that Greg Bird is out for the year? That's a big blow. You know, Teixeira's going to get hurt at some point, so who's going to be our first baseman? <laughs> uh, I shouldn't be laughing at that. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, yeah, I, I think I'd have to look at the full roster, but it's someone who we don't want at first is going to be our first baseman, most likely, if Teixeira yeah, is out. it'll no. be Steven Drew. I, th- <laughs> I think I, that, I know, he's somebody else signed him. Thank God. I think that... Um, Look, I think that we want to uh, maybe sign, think about signing Pedro Alvarez to a one-year deal. Yeah, you really, you really want Pedro Alvarez on the I end. don't understand why. Is he still why. a free agent? Yeah, I don't understand how he's still a free agent. I mean, imagine him being a, f- a power-hitting first baseman in the in He Yankee is a Stadium. New York native. I know, he went to Horace Mann. He went to Horace Mann. Smart kid, real smart kid. Take him back to New York. He'll hit bombs in Yankee Stadium. Did you know that statistically, 
the best player on the Yankees last year was Mark Deshera in terms of... I believe that, but he was hurt half the year, so it doesn't even matter. That's true. I want, I want to shore up what you, what you were saying earlier, though. What, uh, if you had to pick a record, last year the Yankees won 87-75. and 75. What do you think they're going to finish this year? 87 and 75, uh, I think uh, they're going to be around the same place. I think they're going to win between 80 and 85 games. Um, I think that they're going to be uh, fighting it out for the wild card once again. I mean, they're not a contending team yet. They need to make some more moves. They're, they're in this transitional period. I think we're a couple years away from seeing a really good team.